What's up everyone, this is Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers, and this is Season 5. When we last left our group, they were battling with a few unique situations. Downstairs, underneath the parliament, most of the group was very much trying to figure out how to restore the funk and battle the deadly threat. Well, I mean, I don't know about deadly, it was a bunch of ukuleles, but the point remains it was a threat. Very much technically a threat. Meanwhile, up on the deck, Greg found himself with a choice. Bring down the master thief that had orchestrated this entire event, or take her offer, take her hand, make a different kind of decision altogether. Let's find out what happens in the newest episode of World Walkers. You have the most interesting angle out of all of us. Yeah, I got offered to uh, possible. I, I kind of got a. I could jump off the the ship with her if I want. Maybe, <laughs> of course. For all I know, she just gave me a plain backpack, and I'm just gonna jump <laughs> to my death. <laughs> Greg, I really love you. Come join me. You jump first. Right. <laughs> like, ooh, free parachute. An apple Fuck. and a can flies. I'll out. meet you there. Right. A pair of underwear that slaps you in the face somehow. <laughs> No! <laughs> An inflatable tire. That's not what I need. An anvil, yeah. <laughs> An anvil, yes. A scroll you can't read, a feather falls. <laughs> <laughs> scroll you can't That's read the real truth. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so we begin with Hieto. I'm still going to continue to seductively distract everyone by removing <laughs> some of my clothing. Get the funk going. What have we been using? Performance, right? Oh, Performance, I yeah. literally have a one. Okay, let's see what I get. A 12. They seem like they're losing interest. They're kind of turning their attention back where they need to be. Um, more, more, more focused on the uh, mission at hand, if you were. Uh, what else are you doing with the other two actions? Uh, I'm going to try to grab one of them <laughs> and try to dance with one aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> so you you're sitting there you're breaking it aggressive down, humping and then you take Marcus, off all you've done on this ship is aggressively try to dance with people <laughs> ever since we've got on this ship what's up with this guy all right so you dart across <laughs> the room mr you slide Elkinson. into oh, one it, of the dude. private chambers and <laughs> um now i want you to know something you're going to have to make an athletics check. It's going to be hard to believe, but since they don't want to be grappled, <laughs> you're going to have to make the check. Slow. <laughs> grapple. Even if they don't want to. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. Are you telling me? It's like in the moment, like he's grappling them. Like, hey, you want to dance? Just yeah. take some. Oh, God. I'm sorry. God. I found your dance partner. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 32. 32. And you lay it down, and they're... They seem like they were already open to this idea. Something in the air. And so you might have their full attention. Greg, hand extended. The night sky before you. This look of hope. It's not the craziest idea, she says. It's not the craziest idea. You just robbed this whole ship blind. You saw me. I did. <sighs> she's, there's, it's 50-50 chance whether your friends are able to save the ship. Just 
I don't know. Why not? I'll help you find whatever you're after. True love. You can't help me, I'm sorry. And I want to try to grab her cloak. It's a disarm, it's gonna be tough. Alright. I mean, everything I'm fucking trying to do is tough at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So. I mean, turn down true love is really, it's probably the toughest part. You'll regret this for the rest of your life, Greg. I should have jumped with you. Like, oh, at least I have a poker face left. That's a 15. Again, it's a 5. It's only fucking 5. Uh, so <laughs> just an, an effortless, like, kind of billows the cloak back, pulls back. Trying it again, and is that a minus? Yeah, <laughs> you just rush over. <laughs> I'm rolling so shitty. Like, I'm just rolling shitty. I just need to roll well. Remember, you got a hero point, too. Mother... What the shit? What the shit? It's the fucking five again. It's a fucking five again. What is this? This is what happened last time. I kept rolling fours and fives. What is this? Change dice. I'm sorry. I I forgot you don't have enough. I did. Well, unfortunately, (laughs) another kind of sweeping billow. And she says, why not? I could even teach you a few things. Like how to steal. I can't leave my friends behind. Third action. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> you get let out all your frustrations. I mean, just try again one more time because I hate my life. Ah. You can still roll a nat 20. Yeah, I rolled a 14, so that's really cool. It's not a 5. Another sidestep pulls the cloak around her. <sighs> Can't leave behind my friends. Looks legitimately disappointed for a second. Uh, and then after that, Harold. After an exciting couple of rounds of flash dance, you went back to your room and you were uh, surprised at how hard you passed out. But now there's a bit of a ruckus outside. You step outside, uh, down the hall and up the stairs, you see... Uh, it's hard to understand because it looks like Greg is just punching the air a bunch. <laughs> Classic Greg. But it, it sounds more urgent than that. Okay. So you've made your way down there so you don't have to burn any actions just to get there. And you're about five feet away, or ten feet away from Greg. Greg, who's this? She's stealing everything from the ship. Why is she doing that? <laughs> <laughs> She's a thief, I don't know. Uh, I mean, okay. what's up with that? <laughs> what's up with that? Oh, I got something, something wrong. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, uh, he would reach into his his like uh, belt that runs across here, and he would pull out a vial and he would throw it. So yeah, this little vial comes out, and ideally it splashes and it sticks her to where she is, so that Thank Greg you. maybe can have an easier time punching her. Please or, like, God. Uh, 14 to hit. 14. So yeah, probably not hit. So you rush forward. A couple questions later, you throw this uh, small little uh, bag that's lightly wound up with a couple uh, small threads, and it uh, hits the area near her, splatters on the ground, and she looks and 
she just kind of stares over and says, what are you... Is this... Oh. Shakes her head. It's getting crowded in here. And she looks towards the side of the ship. Hit her now, Greg. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing? Yeah, I would just... Um, I would probably move to, like, provide a flank or just make it harder for her to escape. All right, so you rush up and you get uh, into, essentially into melee with her, trying to uh, keep her from in any way possible moving away from this entire situation. Uh, Vernon, you're downstairs. Music's still kind of, uh, I wouldn't say thumping. I wouldn't say that the music is really gripping anyone necessarily. <laughs> it's more of a quieting, calming effect. I mean, do the, does the person want to fight me? Like, I, they, they all seem pretty passive. Yeah, she seems kind of nervous. But um, she's definitely eyeing the ukulele. I'm going to break it. Alright, so it's just one action. We're not going to spend a lot of time with it. So yeah, you take it and you crash the ukulele. Uh, how do you break it? Like over your chest, on your shield, on the ground? Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, I mean, it's, you know, they're fairly small. I was just thinking of like grabbing it by the neck. It's a fragile little baby guitar, yeah. So. Yeah, just swinging it into, <laughs> like if there's a table, smash it on the table or yes. throw it at a wall. I was yes. excited. I thought you were going to play it. Find Harold and break it over his head. <laughs> There's like a. <laughs> so after you've destroyed the ukulele, I'm going to go find another ukulele to destroy. And then you take <laughs> off, and she's like, not so, and she misses. Um, <laughs> she doesn't have opportunity to take. Sure. Um, all right. <laughs> not so fast. I mean, please slow down. I can't. <laughs> I can't hit you. And. Uh, Rachel just kind of shakes her head and says, You could have had it all, Greg. Could have been rolling in the deep, deep, deep pockets of the rich. They got more important things. And uh, she rolls backwards, kicks up, and then she's on the ledge of the parliament. She shakes her head and she falls backwards off the ship. You've got a chance. She might have given you a parachute. You can try to chase her. I mean, there is a backpack. <laughs> and then what? That she left the backpack. Yeah. The rest of the bards, bards, they've got little babies first instrument, um, are <laughs> cautious. The music's slowing down a bit. And you can see that uh, one of the gentlemen, one of the uh, rabble rousers, is starting to kind of move his shoulders and starting to worm his back as he slowly starts to stand. Um, they're not quite sure what to do. They didn't expect this kind of resistance. It's a new round. He had a... Uh, so I was wondering, like, do I have to battle them in order to... Well, I mean, they are grappled. And so you can try to drag them. Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying Callie, to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something right now. You should jump. <laughs> so there's a slight chance that it was all a trap and you could jump to your death. Yeah, but, I know. <laughs> but on some really real shit, it could be a really cool adventure. Who knows? And Callie, I'm just saying, scoop up Harold and jump. <laughs> scoop up Harold. <laughs> Let's go, buddy. We, we get our little adventure going. Okay, you know what? You are right it. next to me. <laughs> 
We can call ourselves the Green Machine. The Brotherhood of Greg is officially born. It's Greg Rash and Harold and Rachel. I I jump and you shoot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. (laughs) This is kind of amazing. (laughs) I do like the idea that, like, you have the backpack on and I'm, like, stuffed down your shirt like a baby. (laughs) 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 This is kind of what I want to do now. Fuck. <laughs> Why did you mention this? I mean, I I give you full permission to jump with me. I will go with you on this adventure, even if it is the inevitable, like, tomfoolery yeah, if, it, if it really is an anvil in the bag. <laughs> if it is an yeah. anvil, I jump and we both die. <laughs> you know what? You live by the oath, you die by the oath. <laughs> <laughs> Call that the creed. Live by the oath, die by the fall. Oh my god. Look, if you're not dying by doing the dumbest thing possible, then I don't think you should have died. <laughs> Did you ever really play D&D? Did you ever really play D&D? Hero. Hero uh, grapples the patron and whispers to them, open that door. <laughs> That's my favorite game show. <laughs> open, open that door, that door. Yes. Yeah. let's see what's opened at door number four uh go ahead and roll diplomacy how high does your diplomacy roll need to be if you have like your hands around someone's neck <laughs> like that's not diplomacy then that's intimidation <laughs> oh you are a very good diplomat unless they're into it then it's diplomacy <laughs> I hope it's intimidation opposed to diplomacy. <laughs> oh, you can roll. Yeah, if you're trying to scare him, yeah, intimidation. Yes? Okay. Thank God. 22. He looks up and he's like, it is open. That's how you got in. Uh, Touche. <laughs> Hero looks, looks at everyone <laughs> like, I'm going after Greg. And we might not be thinking of the same thing. Um, You're downstairs. You're in a circle. There's like a whole bunch of doors, right? You've gotten into one. You ran in. You grapple, uh, dance somebody. And in the middle of this aggressive flamingo, you said, (laughs) open the door. And they're like, yeah, that's how you got in. Like, imagine uh, somebody busts into this room right now in my office. And like, Pedro, open the door. And I'm like, fucking out of doors. I, I don't know what, I mean- the closet? I don't... <laughs> I, I, I got you. I got you, Pedro. Yeah, so you rushed into a room and told him to open the door. You just came in. Uh, <laughs> I, I point to like one of the locked ones like, not that, that door. So you're dragging him out. I'm, dra- I'm dragging him to a door that's like... Uh, yeah, the closest this to is where we're going to do athletics to see if you can drag him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to harm him, remember? This is non-lethal. I'm just trying to drag him over. He snapped their neck. 27. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you're dragging them out. Their poor little ukulele uh, falls and crashes. It sounds about the same. And you take them to the next door, and you kind of scream in their face. They're locked. I don't have keys. They're locked from the inside. It's, it's the parliament privilege. Tell them to open it up. Open the door! There's sexy people outside. <laughs> Hero <laughs> whispers to him, "You're damn right there is." <laughs> Greg. Okay. So, well, I look at the backpack. Does it have like a pull string on it, or what does it have on it? Like, what, yeah. how does it does? I look at Harold. Hey, come with me. Of course. 
Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna... <laughs> You just, like, barrel scoop me up. I'm gonna pull the backpack on, and just as I'm running, just grab him and then pull the pull the thing as I jump. Real quick look over, is she just falling, or what is she doing? She's floating. Yep, parachute. Uh-huh. She's yep. got one then of those I'm gonna, squirrel suits on. So then I'm, I'm gonna jump off then and pull the string. Alright, so you jump off the side, immediately pull <laughs> the string, and you're worried, because at first, you didn't wait long enough. And so you kind of like batter against the ship for a moment, and then <laughs> so, so you kind of fly off, and then yeah, you start <laughs> you start to hover down. So I am going to need a check that you don't have necessarily. Cool. <laughs> to pilot this thing, <laughs> to guide Great. the parachute. Ooh. Can, can I offer aid? Sure. Sure. What skill are you using? Um, I would. I think I have engineering. <laughs> 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 well, like we'll fall fast. We'll fall faster. Well, yeah. <laughs> we weren't falling oh. fast enough, so I just went ahead and cut all the ropes. Greg, I've solved this problem. <laughs> Can he a team it? Like how he maneuvers himself, or they shoot the tank of the force of the tank blast, <laughs> and it pushes you forward. This momentum of his guns. He's saying, like, if he, if he shoots his gun, can he pull, propel us oh, in the opposite yeah. way? I think is what he's saying. Is the force enough? Like, A-team it? No! no. Damn! No! His little pistol. Right? Hold on, guys. About 32 more shots. You may be able to be a half an inch to the left. I don't know. No, Greg just up. farts, and then, that, then we go. As I know how <laughs> real guns work. I don't know how the guns of D&D work, okay? To be, to be fair, that would be a more plausible solution. I do love right. the idea of, like, I want to aid by farting. <laughs> I would use engineering. Would, would warfare war- work at all? <laughs> no, no. I mean, basically. <laughs> I don't know. You can Try. roll an athletics check to see if you can. A what? An athletics check to see if you can somehow shift around. But it's going to have to be an incredibly high check. Come on. Oh, that is actually good. Um, 27. Wait, you don't know how to work this thing? What? <laughs> Vernon. Uh, yeah, so if I can get out of the room I was in, is the person that, I don't even, was it a, a lady yeah. that was in the room? Um, is she following <laughs> me? Like, is she really trying to fight? I don't want to hit her. No. Um, I mean, she's not trying to fight. Okay. Uh, so then if I leave this room, I'm back in the round room where <laughs> presumably uh, Hiro is dragging someone across He's the floor. He's dragging someone around trying to get inside doors. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, but, but like also tangoing, so. It's very slick. You think it's a fight, but it's like a dance battle, really. Uh, I do love the idea that you're like spinning them around to the door and be like, unlock it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to break down another door. Uh, 16. You do successfully attack it, and you're, you're making headway, but you're not in yet. Um, and there was really nothing in the round room, right? There was... I mean, there's an amazing couch in the disco ball. It's probably covered in things that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> there's no blacklight. <laughs> Thank God. I am going to save my last action to try to uh, 
aid Hiro. With that, you're trying to work together with Hiro, and then you can hear this as the bass increases, and then you watch as the door starts to shake, and then shatter, and coming out of the room is a certain familiar captain is wearing uh, velvet shorts and nothing else. His hair <laughs> looks wild. And there are uh, two men and two women walking out as well, <laughs> hanging off of him. And he says, excuse me, is there something going on on this funky, funky ship? Uh, these people, and I'll point out the lady whose ukulele I broke and the person <laughs> that Hero is dragging, uh, they're trying to take over your ship. Mm-mm. Well, that's simply not going to do. One pelvic thrust later, and all of the doors kind of have this like funky purple energy and this uh, neon pink kind of mist start to pour out from the keyhole. And you hear. Alright. Uh, try to open a door. Yep. Uh, well, he had a. After uh, grappling the uh, gentleman, I say thank you. And I uh, spit him away, throwing him non-lethally. He falls, but welcomes it um, as he hits the couch, sprawled out. Uh, hero points finger, uh, finger gun points at him. Thank you. <laughs> Doesn't know what he thinks. Seduced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seduced. Uh, hero looks at Vernon and uh, gets close, asks him, so... Should we be worried once the dancing stops we're gonna fall or should we I think I think if the captain's with us hopefully we're safe he seems to really have the funk <laughs> you know what unprotected sex will do that oh my god <laughs> Here a nods fist pumps <laughs> looks over to the captain and Attempts to do a pelvic thrust, not as like, you know, fluid and majestic, majestic as the captain, but like pelvic th- thrust towards the captain. How may we help you? And he kind of looks around. He says, "I don't, li- I don't like, I don't, I'm not picking up what they're putting down." And one more pelvic thrust, and then there's just this real sick, slick, sticky slap bass, and the doors blast off. And you can just hear these small, tiny, uh, incapable strings just just rip apart and shatter. You feel the ship start to right itself. And then these, like, incredibly bright, flashy, and in some ways intoxicating uh, purple and pink lights start to flash through. They catch the disco ball, and this huge energy kind of swirls in the room as you can feel the ship start to right itself. Greg and Harold, I wish I had something else for you. You're just, you're still falling. (laughs) They did it! Um, (laughs) Hey, look, they did it! Hey, look, it looks like it's fixed! Yeah, I just feel like you can hear the funk coming out. It's like, hey, look, they fixed it! Do, do Do you think they'll notice that we're gone? Uh... No. Oh, I, did, I didn't think about this. <laughs> and you watch as you start to get carried away by the wind as you leave both the ship and oh, Rachel behind. And Rachel behind? 
<laughs> oh no. It's good, we got this. <laughs> so we're not even going the way I wanted to. Not without some sort of check. Oh. Now, moments later, uh, <clears throat> there's a flash and a uh, deep bass drop. And then, um, I mean, not Greg or Harold, but the rest of you find yourselves on the deck of the ship. It's Captain Julio and his rabble-rousers. Now, most of them are just in boxers, some in lust, but all of them (laughs) have fallen into sync and kind of started to dance and right the ship. And then a couple spins later, and they're all wearing these fabulous... uh, kind of uh, deep velvet robes they all together tie together and they kind of like throw like a nice uh, beautiful uh, rope around them tighten it up so they're clothed they're all wearing the exact same thing and each one of them starts to walk away with these uh, former musicians musicians and Julio walks up to you and he says, now, now, to what do we owe the pleasure? What exactly went down here? I don't know exactly what happened. You'll have to probably question them. All I know is that I was down in the gambling parlor, and there was a man who came up and danced with a rabble-rouser, and then they walked off together, and the whole thing seemed... Uh, it seemed fishy, so we followed, and... Yeah, in questioning people, we we saw more people going down below, and uh, this terrible music started playing, and we just went with our guts, and well, luckily we maybe may have stopped the ship from getting hijacked. You got a favor. You got a friend in the funk. There's no doubt about that. Well, that's great. So I'm kind of looking around as who all is around us. Everyone. Um, oh, okay. With an asterisk. Um, <laughs> Everyone you remember. You don't, <laughs> you don't see Greg or Harold, but you still see uh, the gentleman, the one that was mopping the uh, the deck. He's there, arms folded off to the side. Kind of like, it looks like he's there to maybe check things out, make sure things are okay, but he's ready to start walking away. And as uh, Julio tends to his ship and... Let you know he's going to head down and and talk to the rest of the um, passengers to make sure that they're okay. Um, It's just all of you still don't know where Greg and Harold are, which is weird. Um, And then the gentleman that helped you out who's starting to walk away. Um, I don't remember his name. I'll approach him and thank him for his help, though. That's that's no problem. It's no, no problem. Good luck with... Whatever all that is. I have to say, you seem more at home down there than you do up here. Just kind of looks off to the side. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, you know, don't stop believing. <laughs> you should You should hold on to that feeling. And that he, he kind of <laughs> lets out a pretty hearty laugh and he says, uh... <laughs> Ain't nothing to believe in anymore, let me tell you that. Hmm. Ain't got no hope to lose. There's always Rayless, right? I kind of tap him on the shoulder. I kind of laughs and says, I'm done with that. It seems like it was so, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into a theological discussion about that. (laughs) So where is Harold and Greg? 
kind of looking around. Keep looking off the side. <laughs> I don't think that would be my instinct, <laughs> I, I hate to say. I... Yeah. So he walks away. <laughs> he, he's done. And uh, you do start to look around, trying to figure things out. Uh, getting ready. At Hieto, and you might be talking for a second. And then uh, you do hear the gentleman that helped you. He goes, huh. <laughs> As he leans over the side. What? Hero goes to investigate. <laughs> he just kind of nods over. You look over the side, and there's just a little parachute. Oh, boy. So far <laughs> parachute. So stupid. <laughs> Are there more of those? No, just one, and it's, it's barely visible. Just one. Where do you think we're going? <laughs> we should get Rachel. <laughs> I think she's back there. Huh. Oh gosh, you don't know how to work this thing? Ah, uh, no. Well, it's time to show you some of Cog, I guess. <laughs> you know what? We need to talk to the captain. He says he fucking owes us one. Yeah, I hate to turn around and cash that favor in right away, but. And then it's gone. What have you been thinking about? <laughs> Hero tries to find the captain, Julio. So you see him talking in the uh, in the casino area, and he's reassuring people. Um, he's checking in, walking around, shaking hands, kind of kind of laying it down, if you will. Hero pelvic thrusts in front of him to catch his attention. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> captain, my captain. There uh, seems to be a bit of a overboard uh, situation going out there. Uh, one of your parachutes is uh, being used, so quite possibly someone may he have... laughs, he puts his hand on your shoulder. <laughs> we don't use parachutes. Oh, no. Funky <laughs> never failed us before. <laughs> oh, no. Well, can we rely on that funk to possibly help those people outside? They seem to be stranded. Uh, we just see a parachute right now, but they possibly could use some help. Who, who? What? We're not sure. It just looks like uh, someone may have been attacked and they had to go overboard somewhere and uh, their uh, parachute's flown down. You probably couldn't hear if there was a battle outside because like all the music and the funk going on, you know? So all we really know is that two of our friends are missing and maybe Vernon that's... walks in the room. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Two of our friends are missing and... Uh... That could also possibly be one of the people who tried to take over the ship, escaping. And he says, I'll double back. That's no problem. I do owe you one. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. All right, well, that's, yeah, that'll be much appreciated. So do you think we'll land okay? Oh, I I don't know about that. (laughs) I trust Rash, though. I think he'll get us there safely. Does he know how to fly? You guys are going to land in the wilds. (laughs) Oh, right? (laughs) We go past Dormanir and past all the fucking brotherhoods and past everything and just smack in the middle of the wild. Happen to cruise all the way through and you just crash right into the tower in the center of (laughs) Carmack. We just wave to the Dracolich as we go by. Reopen Carmack! Reopen (laughs) Carmack! We're here! (laughs) I need a haircut! So, as you get closer and closer to the ground, you are noticing that um, 
you're both finding your way closer and closer to a location that you're not comfortable with for various reasons. Uh-huh. Um, there is a magnificent kingdom. The land the kingdom sits on is elevated. Surrounding the kingdom is an impressive wall, 20 feet tall and made of solid steel, but with a blue metallic tint. There's a chance you've never seen a structure like this before. Behind the walls, the tallest buildings seem to be more fortified than refined. Each building looks as if it could survive a war, and that same bluish metallic tint permeates the entire kingdom. There are large banners that fly high above the kingdom displaying the crest, a large ornate shield with three swords behind the shield, two of them that form an X and one that crosses the middle. The colors of the flag are royal blue and a shimmering gold. There's no way each one of you doesn't know what this is. You are coming closer and closer to the kingdom of Dormanir. The question is whether or not you're going to land inside the kingdom of Dormanir. Nope. Nope. Oh, God. I'm trying to just turn away. <laughs> just trying to, like, pull the other way. What are you doing? So do I have any control over this thing? You can make another like, athletics check. One of you can make the athletics check, and the other one of you can assist. Who wants to take the lead? Uh, let me do the athletics if you want to assist. I have ten in athletics. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Okay, I do too, so it doesn't really matter then. Yeah. You, you know what? Maybe you'll have better luck rolling then, so I'll help you then, I guess. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll scramble on and kind of look at this, and I will roll to see if I can pull us away. I did bad, but can I use a hero point? Uh, yeah. What did you get? What did you get? Oh, so no. The first, so the first time I got a two. Oh, no. Plus my ten was twelve. The second time, I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, this is... And they, uh, yeah, no, and I knew you that had to take a critical failure. Result. Wow. I so, so they are going to this. roll the carpets out for the gunslinger and Dormanir. So you watch as they... You just watch them disappear as they <sighs> cross over the borders of Dormanir. Oh, like in the city? Damn. Into the city? Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you either die as heroes or you live long enough to become the world walkers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, did you see that? I totally saw it. I fucking oh, hate him for saying it, but it's a great oh, quote. So good. So, uh, it's quiet for a moment, and then you hear uh, the gentleman that helped you earlier uh, kind of whisper in his breath, Whew, that's, that's tough look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for bad luck, wouldn't have no luck at all. Why is it bad luck? He looks at you and he says, what do you mean? I'm not from here. I don't understand why it's a bad... I'm I'm happy that they landed in civilization and not in a tree. He uh, kind of stands up for a second, stops leaning off the deck, and he says, You don't know? <sighs> That's a dorm in there. Okay, great. Let's go. Uh, you, uh, you can't just go into dorm in there. <laughs> well, I mean, they did. 
Touche, touche. One does not simply parachute into Dormin Air. One does not simply fly into Dormin Air. Why can't we just go into Dormin Air? Well, let me put it this way. You, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. Um, you don't want to. Oh, I'm sorry. I get it. You, you. Uh, I apologize. I've when never you been. Say, I, yeah. When you say not from here, and he looks over at uh, both of you, what do you mean by not from here? Um, I'm gonna look around. Is there anyone else listening? Nope. So between you and the three of us, because I guess Tristana would be with us too. She's with We've, the rabble rousers, asking them a okay. lot of inappropriate questions. <laughs> Hmm. Nice. We've been here about three days. We're on our way to Kosnik because we need to find somebody. And um, we have been caught up in a hell of a string of events since we got here. I don't know why Dormineer is a bad place. I don't think any of us do. Well, maybe maybe the two that are floating out there. <laughs> Let's say I believe, Jim, for the, the sake of expediating this whole situation. Dormineer used to be the most powerful kingdom in the world. Okay. It has a, a mighty strong alliance with the Brotherhood of Dwarves, the Brotherhood of the the Mountain, whatever they call themselves. You you familiar? Mm-hmm. We've heard of them. They're imperialistic, to say the least. They don't take kindly to gunslingers. Hmm. Execution on sight. Hmm. I'm sorry, you're going to have to get some more friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do they let travelers come in? There's two ways to get into Dormineer. You can, mm-hmm. through submission or all-out aggression. Each one has their merits. I'm real sorry, your friends are gone. And he puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, I really do mean it, I've... I've lost before. I'm sorry. Oh shit. Um. He looks. He looks like he means everything he says, but he also. If he really thought it was over, he would walk away. You know. Can we see where they landed? Behind the walls. Behind the walls. How close can you get the ship? The ship. <laughs> to Dormanir, how close can you get us? Can you get us in and we can worry about getting out? I can mop the deck. Alright. You. I think we're going to need you. And we also need the captain to get us down there. Captain ain't going to go down there. Captain's got to get as close. He said he owes us one. Not this one. (laughs) Then what's the point of owing one? No, I'm not. I'm I'm not the scorekeeper. He thinks about it. He's he's got his ring and his uh, the ring on his finger, and he's kind of fidgeting with it. Let me ask you something. How much they mean to you? They're one of very few people that I actually know, and they're the only people that can help me get back home. Looks over to Hiato, who's not talked at all. 
I may have only known them for a while, but I, I trust them. They are helping me on a mission that can help the well-being of the world. So, if I have an ability to save them, I'm going to. We'd like your help. More worlds than just this one rest in the balance. Captain Julio's not going to go down there. Captain Julio ain't even going to take you close. He doesn't risk any sort of tomfoolery with Dormineer. Any airship sane enough to fly these guys knows not to get entangled with those people. You would need a crew that was crazy. You would need a crew that was absolutely insane and never knew when to stop. I got a few friends. I could reach out to them. And if they're in the area, we could hop ships. They're just crazy enough to get messed up in this. I I can't see any other way to do it then. Alright. I'm gonna put a word out to the funks. Yes! And that's where we'll stop about the stop a little bit early because everything's different now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, for the record, I'm not the only one who fucked up the game now. That wraps up the latest episode of World Walkers. Thanks so much for taking a moment, listening, hanging out with us. Thanks, as always, to our patrons who make this and every episode possible. If you're interested in joining us, you should head over to patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Thanks to the musicians who make their music available, and thanks to Sirenscape for making their sound effects and music available. You can find links to the musicians and Sirenscape in the show notes. <laughs> I remember my sister was a baby. Like, when she'd get really mad, she would do this, and she'd go... <laughs> like, it's like she's <laughs> she revving up a motorcycle. That's awesome. Yeah, threaten you with a Harley. Amazing. Like she would just be there. She was so ah, mad. Like she couldn't even like, do barely crawl yet. She'd just be like, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Wes, what are you thinking about for Q3? Did you do anything uh, over the week? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to stay wor- late and work on it. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> okay, okay. You can. They leave you alone. I yeah. mean, I bet they would. Yeah, if you just. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> The worst is that I'm, like, just on a work-from-home meeting, and they just have to, like, mute me. (laughs) 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 We're just going to mute. If we're going to turn off your video because it's making everyone uncomfortable. (laughs) Finally. Now I can take my pants off. Pull an alpha move. Just tell them I can make it uncomfortable. Just in a deep, sultry voice. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't don't think I have that. I got it. I can make it uncomfortable. <laughs> That's as deep as yeah, my voice gets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can. Oh, yes. Uh, the, I mean, if you want viral content, snarf making sex noises, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God, no. It's, it's just like market. a. Yeah, it's just mm. like a dumb Yoda. Just being like. Snarf's going to get it on! No. <laughs> no. Yes. You should... The inverse of ASMR is what that is. <laughs> Man. Oh, my God.
when we play the Pokemon RPG, maybe one of us could try to be an alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> and just make our own. Be like, God damn it. One of us is Nurse Joy. I already know what type of alchemist I'll play. He'll be known as Mr. Clean. <laughs> yes. Do what? Mr. Clean. You mean alchemist named Mr. Clean? That's yep. that would be amazing. I do love the idea of a group of ten-year-old children with a giant, yep. bald, older yep. gentleman. He's the school janitor. Yeah, I'm Mr. Clean. What are the cleanest Pokemon?s I feel like you should have Grimer in a yes, in a parody, in a parody-esque sense. Grimer and, and Trubbit, or is it is it Trubbish? Trubbish? Yeah, Trubbish. I feel like. Mr. Clean would have Steelix, but a super shiny Steelix. It's Ooh. <gasps> Ooh, you need all shiny Pokemon. Exactly, exactly. Well, wouldn't he have like Blastoise to like clean up? Oh, genius. Thank yep. you, yes. Anyway, write this down. His moves are like three sets of Hydro Pump. <laughs> the only know Hydro Pump. <laughs> three sets of Hydro <laughs> Pump. Did you, three sets. Did you get rid of the other moves? Yeah, I made him unlearn that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hacked my Pokemon to have more Hydro Pump. I got a little tiny tongue. I can't help it. Yeah, I got Jinx's tongue. Just a little, a little tiny bit. tongue. Old tiny tongue Nathan, they called it. Tiny tongue Nathan. <laughs> oh, double T. <laughs> it's not about the size, but the motion of the... What's the... <laughs> Muscle? What's Why one Pokemon I... <laughs> Nathan couldn't roleplay as? Lickitung is the correct answer. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Pokemon. Um, hold on, Pedro. For some reason, it just suddenly stopped recording on Audacity. Oh, good catch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's try this again. From the top, welcome back to Hornigan Christians after the break. <laughs> got Marcus on the line. He's currently having audio <laughs> problems. You want to tell us a little bit more about those? I don't know Bar- what's happening, Captain. Gah. Back in my day. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah. What would uh, Greg and um, Harold are actually going to do is not jump and follow Rachel, but go to a protest happening right now in a city that's, <laughs> uh, you know, like overran by a terrible virus that kills anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to go protest Carmack? Yeah, I don't want them to reopen. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Reopen. Reopen the business. Oh my god. Let us, let us back into Carmac. Don't close look. the borders. I need a haircut. Oh my god. I need a haircut. I my need roots. a haircut. The best barber's in there. <laughs>